It's time for Morning Soul Shine with Bridget, a podcast where we interview people who express their stories of triumph. I'm your host, Certified Life and Mindset Coach, Bridget Gibson. All right, all right. What's going on, everybody? How are you feeling? Of course, it's the one and only Dr. Albert Higgins and my co-host, Bridget Gibson. And guess what it is? Guess what it is? You already know what it is. It's, it's Tuesday. the Alpha Mindset right. Tuesday podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. It is Tuesday and it is the Alpha Mindset podcast. And um, this, this is a topic I get a lot. I do. I get it a lot. And um, it, what it's about, it's about the holiday season depression. Are you familiar with that, Bridget? The holiday season depression. Doc, I'm not familiar with it. I have not um, had any depression during the holidays. The holidays are really exciting for me. And I have not been around anyone um, except like, um, you know, people who've lost loved ones who are remembering them at this time. But nothing that's really deep, you know, is mostly just grieving for lost loved ones. Yeah, holiday depression is, is is a serious issue. The the Christmas holiday, Thanksgiving, and New Year's they're back to back to back. Mm-hmm. Number one, and what what I, what we've noticed um, uh, this particular year is there was a downtick on this inf- infamous Black Friday. Really, and people, there's no there's not as much shopping going on. Um, one because of the economy, there's no money out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are not spending money uh, like they normally would, and you see it, and it's reflected. And when that usually mm-hmm. when that happens, because we are in a recession, and a lot of Amer- Americans we have a hard time adjusting because Americans spend money worse than anywhere else in the world. We we have really bad spending, so when you mm-hmm. combine that with the pressure of a Christmas and a holiday, I mean I mean gifts, mm-hmm. uh, Thanksgiving. We got to do this for the quote unquote family, mm-hmm. even though we don't talk any other time of the year. But this year, this, that particular month, we just got to meet up. And then, of course, we want to drink cocktails and party. Mm-hmm. There's no, no end on New Year's Day. All of these things are centered around money. And when yes. you get economic crunch like it is now, the effects of that is it takes two, three, for some people, six months to recover mm-hmm. only to go right back into the economic peril in less than four months after the six months. You're right. Because now you're getting ready for the holidays again. Mm-hmm. And this was, it's, it's an endless, endless cycle. It is. And and, really, and that's just with on the financial side. You know, we're going to touch on some other things. But yeah, yeah, finances is huge. You know, just for Thanksgiving, you'll spend between three and five hundred dollars easy. Absolutely. You know, because after you purchase everything for you know your guests and your family, you're constantly running back and forth to the store buying grocery. Before you know it, you don't spend a ton of money. Absolutely, absolutely. You and know, we're talking thousands. We're not talking just a few hundred. Thousands of dollars between yeah between uh, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving and, and yeah 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 absolutely it, it gets it gets really really crazy so I mean what are some of the things that you do uh, during the holidays at Christmas well um 
you know, I enjoy putting up a, a beautiful tree, you know, a nice live tree. That's expensive, you know, because, you know, trees are not um, inexpensive. They're expensive. And then you want to decorate it really nice. So then you have your ornaments and everything. So, of course, you got to have your holiday parties where you invite your friends over and, you know, just enjoy each other's time. So it never ends. Buying presents for family, friends, co-workers, it can get yeah. really expensive. Absolutely. And besides the festive seasons, one thing that a person like myself, who's been, you know, studying human behavior for mm -hmm. the past 25 years. What, what, what's interesting about this is the, the, the paradigm of codependency mm -hmm. that is intertwined in this season. One, it's, it's the effects of society. Mm -hmm. Everyone has a Christmas tree. I got to have a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. My mother had a Christmas tree. She taught me how to have a Christmas tree. Darn it, I'm going to have a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. and, and oh my goodness, don't let your children be of age. And you're saying, hey, son, hey, daughter, are you going to put up a Christmas tree? Yeah. <laughs> how big is your tree going to be? Yes. So now they got to have a Christmas tree. And it becomes a part of the family. It mm -hmm. becomes a, a, a cycle that is really, really hard to break. And it, it is debilitating on, on, on the front end. When we come really to fighting, it, it, it is a debilitating thing to have to obligate yourself to something when you already are obligated to build and self-care. It's really, really difficult to then have to fit in a Christmas tree with ornaments for a particular <laughs> reason, a holiday. Oh my gosh. It's, 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 it's everywhere. Like, what, what, what am I working for? And then your, your neighbors, you know, oh. you want your house to look nice. You know, you yes. want to keep up with the neighbors. They'll make sure you keep up with them. Yes, <laughs> you know, they'll let you know, this is what we're doing. And everybody in the whole neighborhood needs to be a part of this. Absolutely. So that's even more, that's even more that you have to add to your plate. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. And, and, and that's and that is what is peer pressure. This is the term mm -hmm. that a lot of people talk about a lot. This is when you're under you're under the pressure to be impressive about your peers. And now we start getting into these phobias and, and these complexes of I wonder what people are gonna think of me. Mm -hmm. Oh man, I can't let them out for me. Oh man, I wanna I'm gonna make sure that I put that tree right in my, my main window. So when people <laughs> drive by, my neighbor drive by, look at my big tall eight foot tree. I'm gonna get a white tree this time too. I don't think they had a white tree last year. You know, these kind of things. These I've done things. it, Doc. I have done it. I have arranged the tree to make sure it it was seen through the little slits on the side. <laughs> That's sad. That is sad. Absolutely. We all get we all get caught up in the holiday blues. And you know, even with the increased stress, you have loneliness and isolation. Now, this is another thing, because a lot of times everyone doesn't have one a large network of friends. Mm -hmm. Some people, unfortunately, they don't have a heart a large network of family. So those two things, those combinations of those two things, they can be gut-wrenching. They can be really difficult for some people. Not to mention when you lost your loved ones, yes. parents, siblings, you know, your intimate other, husband, wife, you know, you've lost these people and now the holiday season comes around and they're not there with you. 
And that is a really uh, a, a really lonely, depressing mm -hmm. time of year. You're right. Um, and, you know, at this time of the year, we really need to have grace with our family members. Because sometimes we get so busy celebrating that we forget that that person is grieving. Yes. And we're wondering why you're not happy, why you're not enjoying the season. Yeah. We forget that they're grieving. Absolutely. We do. We so we do grace. need to have grace with them. Yeah, absolutely. And so, the, and that that leads to unrealistic expectations. Mm -hmm. So we expect people to be resilient as we do. And everyone is not. Everyone has a weakness. Everyone mm -hmm. has a part of the year or a certain time of the month or you know, certain things that trigger us mm -hmm. that make us feel uncomfortable. And we set unreal expectations, unrealistic expectations. Hey, you know what? I'm just going to take a deep breath. And, you know, I'm thinking of those shots. Oh, you know, I, you know, those guys, I, I have a staycation this week. You know, and before you know it, you developed a really bad habit around unrealistic expectations mm -hmm. because you haven't dealt with the trauma. You haven't really dealt with the trauma head on. We tend to, we tend to take other elements and, and use that as a reflection for actually dealing with trauma and the root cause around And you know, mostly our trauma is based in childhood, right, Doc? And oh, yeah. so around holidays, a lot of us have trauma because sometimes our parents couldn't get what we wanted. And we've seen a lot of sadness in the house during that time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's it's a typical thing, it's an atypical thing to say childhood trauma. Yes, yes it is. But I'll tell you this as a professional in the field. Um, it, childhood trauma is one thing, but with, the older you get, the more traumatic events can possibly happen in your life. That can compound the trauma that's the baseline of trauma that you may have been with, that you might have compartmentalized. You might have been able to take that childhood trauma. And, and, and lock it away deep in the in, in your subconscious. Mm -hmm. And you know, you're operating in stress and you become a person that has a high tolerance for stress. But then it could be a car accident. It could be a loss of job. Mm -hmm. It could be an act of nature, like a flood, a hurricane. It could be something that causes you to further repress a loss of maybe a pet that you have that you're really affected. That pet passes on. These things, a breakup, these kind of things can create even greater stress that are lingering. And then when those holidays come around, oh man, oh man, you know, and it, 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 can, it can cause what we're in the psychological field, mm -hmm. what we call a complex. It can create a complex. So there's a multitude of things that are going on that are causing you to express yourself in a certain way. Wow. You know, I, I never thought about any of that. You know, I, I just get excited about the holidays, but I'm not thinking that someone else's holiday may not be so great. Yeah, absolutely. Because we have a tendency to believe in what we believe. You know, generally speaking, us as people in our communities, you know, generally speaking, we can be really closed by We're not too open-minded to things. We get stuck in our ways, and we're not open to to, to people as individuals. A lot of us are afraid to be our authentic self because we're worried about what everybody else is going to think about us. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we do things out of pure peer pressure. 
You want to get along with everyone else. It's really hard to stand up and say, I don't care what everyone else is doing. Mm -hmm. This is me. I'm going to do, I'm going to do what I was born and destined to do. I'm going to speak my mind. No, I don't agree. I know 99 people think this way, but I'm number 100 and I think the other way. Yeah. It's easier said than done to do that. So the holiday, you know, season gives you this illusion of inclusion. Of inclusion. You know what? I really am not feeling this, but I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, my cousin, I'm going to man. Are you going to come up for the dinner, mm-hmm. man? Everybody's coming, man. Come on, man. Don't be like that. Mm-hmm. So you go to the dinner, and, you know, you're smiling with, with, with a hurt on the inside. Yeah. There's that aunt that you never really got along with. Never <laughs> you need a child, and you gotta you gotta suck all that up and give her a hug. Man, you know. These are some kind of things, you know, that can really, you know, stress us out. Oh yeah, I mean, we could meet people in the grocery store, and we're like, "What y'all doing for Christmas?" <laughs> and they'll say, "Oh, nothing." Oh well, you gotta do something. <laughs> oh my goodness! Exactly. To the letter, that actually got me feeling too. I would like to say that. And, you know, and their coping strategy, so that's a coping strategy for the holiday season. Okay. That I would like to talk about. One is like managing your expectations, you know, setting realistic expectations. Really asking yourself, what am I capable What can I do? Mm-hmm. Am I really capable What can I do? What am I not going to tolerate? I really say, no, what am I? So and so, no, you're not doing that this year. Sorry. You know, I put me first. You know, but you gotta set realistic expectations. That's the first thing. You know, I think about a lot of times we are thinking that way, but our children, you know, especially if we have young children, you know, mm-hmm. they've seen all the biggest, uh, best, brightest toys and their friends are getting it. And it's like, what do you tell your children? You know, do you say, well, we're not going to go that direction. Are you going to do whatever you can to get the toy? I'll tell you something. Now, you just touched on something that's really, really profound. And I, and I of course, a lot of my clients talk about this. Talk about this. You know, the remorse of how they raise the children. Mm-hmm. And they say, you know, God, I can't believe what I've done to my child. Mm-hmm. I've really, you know, always been telling, I've really spoiled my child. Mm-hmm. You know, I raised them to take all my bad habits, mm-hmm. and now I don't know. And I tell you this much: with your children, you have to be authentic, and you have to come clean. Mm-hmm. You got to first start off by apologizing and letting them know That's why good. some things are for the better. And then you have to be the one that leads by example. You can't be do as I say, not as I do. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to sacrifice with your child to show them that you really include this and that you empathize. But this is for the best. So that's you know, good. Yeah, that's it, really it, good. It, that's a serious thing that you mentioned. It really Possibly. is. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you have adult um, children and you're looking at yeah. them and you're like, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> I should have did better. <laughs> so, you guys, for those of you that are on Spotify, listening to the podcast, you can see her face. That's funny. <laughs> right, you like, you look at that grown child, you're like, look at 
What have I created? You be mad at your child because you know you did. And you have no one to blame but yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. I promise Another, another, another coping strategy is prioritize your self care. Now, this is another. We don't realize what self care is until we realize we have. Self-care means exactly that. Not caring just a little bit, but no. 100% of your focus is dedicated to you. Not 86%, not 95 mm -hmm. 100%. And so in this day and time, one of the biggest distractions <laughs> so wears an emotional Um <laughs> Let me know why she feel. I promise you. Um, and and she, she, she's like me. I dread it too. So, okay. One of the biggest vices, Mr. Gazette, and I know you're going to relate to this, is this dreaded cell phone. This cell phone right here? Oh, man. This is a machine of stress. This is a machine of obligation. This is a mm -hmm. machine of habits. Ask yourself how many times you touch that cell. How many times are you scrolling up and down? How many times are you enamored with that phone? You're oblivious to everything else that's going on. You have so much. Yeah. Emails, yeah. text, yeah. phone calls, social media. Yes. And, and a lot. So in creating a, a, an exclusive self-care regimen, include the cell phone. You can get apps that are designed for meditation. Mm -hmm. Listen to some season music. Maybe a favorite audio book. Maybe actually a nice clip or short video of something that you really like on YouTube mm -hmm. or TikTok or something like that. Then you're going you're gonna to put, do not disturb on that phone and it's going to be all about you. Mm -hmm. And I promise you this will prioritize yourself too. It's about building momentum. Start out with 10 minutes. No calls. Don't do that. Work that 10 minutes up to an hour. It's 24 hours in the day. <laughs> How can you not devote yourself hours to yourself before your job, before your children, before anything else? You can't have an hour. What's going to happen when you have the last hour you have in your life? What is it going to feel like then when that last hour hits and you think about all those hours you could have had and what mm -hmm. you could have done before you take your last breath? So you think about that before you say you don't have time to take care of yourself. You think about that because life is extremely precious. So you got to prioritize self-care and make this life the best life you've ever had. Really That's good. really good. You know, sometimes we'll take vacation during the holidays to get holiday shopping done. <laughs> and you work it. You just work that. So you drag in the malls every day. Yes. You're tired. Still have to come home. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. My mother, my mom, this Rose Juanita, she was a master on the holidays. This is what <laughs> she did, starting in March. This is like a ritual. Once every couple of weeks, she was buying Christmas gifts. Little Christmas, you know. Mm -hmm. Christmas gifts and they were stocking stuff with the course. 
and she would buy that stuff every month, every couple of weeks. But I'm telling you, our garage was full of Christmas <laughs> stuff. And by the time Christmas came along, oh, she was ready. The only thing she did was wrap her gifts, but she was that ready was to good. Go. That was so good. So Christmas was here. It was a holiday every day with her, you know. Especially, she was a big, I don't know about you, but Jenny, your family. My mom was huge on Christmas wrapping. And she didn't play that. Oh, I bet she was beautiful. No, beautiful, I'm not. Elaborate. No, I'm not like that. <laughs> Safan, all kind of stuff. Yeah. Also, she, she was, was prepared. Beautiful. She oh, really she was prepared. I love that. I love seeing beautiful presents. Yes. No, I stick mine in bags and whatever I can find. <laughs> <laughs> no, she had. She subscribed to this magazine that's called Reader's Digest. Wow. And the Reader's Digest magazine. And she loved it. She oh, I bet you it was beautiful. It. Oh, yeah, the series. So, you know, that. And one of the, another thing, and this is just an important strategy, is communicate with the news. Everyone, I can't express this. And this goes beyond my heart. But you've got to communicate to me. You've got to communicate, even if they're not going to be liked. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. If you were alive, I think that's right. Not that you've all lied at something. Something. Okay. Why lie to yourself? You lie to yourself and believe that. You ask yourself. So when you're communicating your needs, it's one thing about your wants. It's good to But your absolute needs, why would you shortchange yourself? You deserve what you need. Well, Doc, I think so, a lot of times, especially women, we don't know what we need. Because we've given so much throughout, you know, with children and husband and, you know, we've given ourselves so much. We don't really know what we need. Yeah, absolutely. Well, actually, I'm actually going to be talking about that next week's podcast. Mm -hmm. We talked about the broken man. We talked about some of the aspects of that. We want to talk about the broken. We want to talk about the forgiving woman. Mm -hmm. The forgiving woman. We're going to talk about her. And some of the things and issues around that, you guys are going to have to stick around for that discussion. That's going to be a good discussion. We're talking about that. We're going to talk about that's going to be good. Cycle. That's going to be really because good. You really, really, really have to express yourself. And the only way you can express yourself is to know yourself. Mm -hmm. Because you got to have a direction and you got to always walk in. And I, we, we talked about this before. The man is one of the purpose. That means everything that you do brings you, keeps you in line with your purpose. Mm -hmm. Let's say that one of your purposeful goals is to be healthy. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm thirsty. Well, what are you drinking that's indicative to your health? Because if your purpose is to be healthy, you got to set those principles that will always keep you in line with your purpose. Mm -hmm. Or you know what? Instead of having that cup of coffee, instead of having that having soda, I'm going to have this glass of water. Because I, my, my purpose was, and I'm not going to keep lying to myself, my purpose is I want to be. Let me drink that glass of water. 
we stay. Those kind of things, you know? So it's it's really, really being honest and truthful to that person, to, to, to that communication, communicating your needs. Because you should be circumvented or subscribe to keeping those with your needs, no matter who it is. Your mm-hmm. needs come first. You know, I find that, um, Doc, what you do is therapy is also very important um, for people at this time of the year um, to reach out if you feel like um, there are some things that's too heavy for you to handle. What do you think about yes. that, Doc? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, just I'm not just you know not just I'm not just a woman you know, All therapists are not created equal, but I also mental. You know, mentorship and therapy go hand in hand. And yes, sometimes you need a third party that is going to be that's not going to be biased, but they're going to be they're going to be objective to what you are subjected to in life. Mm-hmm. So absolutely, Bridget, I, you know, that's I, good. I, I push that for anyone. Definitely get your therapist. Hopefully, you come you come see me. I'm one of the best. Of that yeah, team. but that's he really is good. He really is. You know, and, and, and get a therapist that's going to give you peace of mind. They're going to help you develop the tools. That makes you the best person you can be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, and don't go through the holidays feeling depressed. You know, reach right. out to Dr. Higgins and just have a conversation with him. You know, talk that, to him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, that's, that's so don't cute. feel like you're alone. Yeah, you don't have to. And, it, and it, when you feel that way, really truly embrace your pain. You mm-hmm. have to embrace your pain to accept it. When you accept it, when you choose to deal with it, when you ignore it and you and mm-hmm. you, you ignore your pain in false happiness, you ignore your pain in the Christmas season, mm-hmm. you ignore your pain in Thanksgiving. What's going to happen when they go away? Yeah, is going to be sitting right there waiting. Yeah, don't it's go into go the go new away. year. Don't go into yeah. the new year feeling sad. Absolutely. You want to be happy. Absolutely, and it's a balance. You know, even in sadness and happiness. You want to maintain a balanced act, balanced emotional access to the world. Mm-hmm. You want to maintain that. Yeah. You know, because life is going to always have challenges. It's not going to always be a fun filled, happy day. Every day mm-hmm. of life. But when, when, you, when your purpose is living, you're able to balance and live together. That, that is what's really good. You know, um, uh, I have a couple more. When it comes okay. to uh, the, the coping strategies, is seeking support. Mm-hmm. Now we talked about therapy, we talked about seeking support, but sometimes it can be a co-worker. Mm-hmm. It can be a really good friend. Once you understand the importance of communicating your needs, you got to develop trust. And you got to talk to people you know you can trust. Mm-hmm. But you got to communicate to them. Can you can I trust you? And can can I trust you to not judge me? Because we all judge people. Judgment is a normal human thing. You can't go around. There's a fallacy that we don't judge. We all do. Mm-hmm. You know, if you had bad judgment, people would think something was wrong with you, right? Yeah. So judgment is judgment, whether it's good or bad. Right? So when you, you know, please ask and request the person that you trust, please don't judge me. And I'm having a moment of transparency. And I really appreciate you and I need you. Mm-hmm. And I really need your help because I want to talk to you. And let them know the position they hold in your life and how much value you 
your opinion that you, you know you appreciate. That's good. You have to go along way. So don't be don't be afraid on seeking help from some of the oddest places. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's really good. Yeah, and be sure it's someone you can trust that you won't hear it again. Oh man. Oh man, because there's nothing worse. Especially if there's a partner. I'm obviously you've gone through this, right? Mm -hmm. If it's a partner that throws it back in your face at times of arguments mm -hmm. and disagreement, they throw it back in your face as a means of weaponizing your trauma. There's nothing worse than that because that violates your trust mm -hmm. and it, it can never be repaired. When the person starts doing that, that sparks the end of the relationship. Yeah. And it's an, an extremely narcissistic thing to throw someone's shortcomings back in their face just to win an argument and demoralize. Yeah. That's why you got to be very careful, selective, and you got to be able to communicate well by being direct. That's a good. That's really Absolutely. good, Doc. That's really good. And you say you had one more? Absolutely. And it's all about seeking professional help. Mm -hmm. We talked about last but not least, always seek professional help as a third party. And so that those are the token, token strategies that I think will help this holiday season. And I really hope this will really help you guys uh, because I, you know, as great as the holiday seasons are, yeah. some people are really good. Thank you so much, Doc. This has been a wonderful, wonderful conversation. You know, there's someone out there. And Doc, you know, I, I feel like, you know, someone needed to hear this tonight. Someone needed that lifeline. And so, guys, if you really, really need to speak with someone, please reach out to Dr. Higgins. His email address is Albert Higgins. Can you give us your email address? Yes, it is Dr. Albert Higgins at dralberthiggins.com. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. And he'll be waiting and eager to speak with you. Yes, indeed. He's up to me, guys. I'm just email. Thank you so much. And so we're going to be back here on next Tuesday. And we're yes. going into these holiday seasons. And, you know, I hope you all are enjoying your family. That's the most important. Yes, guys. We are days away. Weeks away. 2024. Oh, yeah. That is oh, and you know, we're going to be talking about goal setting too, I'm sure. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. There is definitely skill to setting goals. Absolutely. Thank you so okay. much. Oh, Doc, talk about your new book. Oh, yes, absolutely. And I'll be remiss. And that's actually something that we're going to highlight because we talked about this actually one of our first episodes mm -hmm. on uh, the Alpha Mindset podcast. And it is narcissism, you know, escaping the shadow of talking and dealing with a narcissist. You know, my ebook is really, really an elaborate ebook. I'm moving copies already. It's, it's incredible. It's a really, really good ebook. And it gives you some fundamental knowledge. Narcissism is such a generalized term. So, what I did is I took the time so that the layman really knows how to identify. A narcissist really knows how to cope and deal with the narcissist by one removing yourself from a narcissist. That is the hardest thing to do because they play on your emotions. So this ebook is designed to really be a formidable manual to help you deal with those kind of situations because 
what people don't realize, and I know there are a lot of famous narcissists that are going around talking about the narcissist and how to cope with them. Let me tell you something. Um, there is no cure for anything. There is no cure for narcissism. Understand this. And narcissism can be genetic. Understand that. So if there's some things that I want you to, you know, tap in to my ebook because it's going to tell you some things that you're going to be shocked when you read. I promise you that. Yeah, it's really good. Really good ebook. And so how can someone purchase it, Doc? Uh, absolutely. Um, what, what you can do is you can reach me at Dr. Albert Higgins at DrAlbertHiggins.com Mm-hmm. And then put in that you want the ebook, and I'll get it out there too. So okay. Dr. Albert Higgins is Dr. Albert And I'm actually a building, I'm finishing up the building of my website, adding some books to it, and then I'll page where all of my products are going to be. So you can eventually, very shortly, be able to access the book. Yeah, I'm excited about that in some videos. And yeah, it's going to be yeah, really absolutely. nice. I'm excited. So you get to see, you get to see Bridget, beautiful self. And you get to see me, you know, with the ugly guy on, on his side. Great, great discussion, Doc. Thank you so much for tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. Thank you, guys. We'll see y'all yes. next Tuesday. Yes, indeed, guys. Have a wonderful day.